You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by your co- my co-host, Ben Chapman. Or your co-host, Hi. whichever you prefer. I, I am everyone's co-host, That's actually. Right. Uh, it's like... I'm, it's like those I want a lot of podcasts. Jesus is my co-pilot bumper stickers. We should make one that says yes. Ben is my co-host. <laughs> uh, or one that just, like, Pontius is my co-pilot. I don't know. That one doesn't really that one doesn't really work as well. Yeah. Also, he was like a legit monster. Even outside <laughs> even outside of like religion, he's a real terrible person. All right, welcome back to Pontius Podcast, where we talk about where we break down how a man lost his position for crucifying too many people. Even the Romans were like, "Damn, bro, that's too many people." Hey, uh, Pontius, we've been doing the numbers on the you know the whole crucifying, and boy, we ran out of like we ran out of paper. <laughs> we uh, we ran out of trees to make them quite a while ago. That's why this is a desert now. Yeah, there's no more trees because you use them all for crucifying. <laughs> um, I don't know why we had that biblical intro. I don't know either. <laughs> I'm happy that we did because I think because I think it was deep down. It was it was a, it was a choice we made in the back of our minds because pokes. This is an opportunity. Oppor- all right, I'm okay. I'm just a little drunk. Uh, this is an opportunity. <laughs> That's a funny joke because I don't drink. This is an opportunity. <laughs> I just realized I do that joke all the time, or jokes like that all the time. But I realize the podcast might not. Probably not as funny if people don't realize that neither one of us uh, drinks at all. Yeah, might not play. You fight your. You come here. You fight your father. Uh, this is an opportunity to announce that our new movie choice for our next full episode is of biblical proportions what do you think of that segue huh oh so smooth like butter Pretty good right <laughs> yeah yeah this movie fits into current events it's also i think when i talk to people about this podcast and they ask what we've done this is probably the most common one people ask if we've done an episode on because it is famously one of the worst superhero movie well okay it's not the worst it's just the it's most famously like absurd i would it's say it's like how did this happen yeah movie. and more importantly there are plenty of bad movies we've covered you know virus barbed wire whatever but there was when this movie came out a bar had been set for like how good they could be yeah set and this by this film's by franchise, franchise. <laughs> yeah the previous so the films had set the bar this one just crawled under the fact that it fell so far was so deeply interesting that uh that well uh it's just it's fascinating to me and i usually don't try to preemptively uh talk about a guest because often there can be complications but i will say that the the individual who knows who he is who i want to acquire for this next episode had also talked about having brought a date to this film unaware of what was in store And I want to hear more about that. I would like to hear that too, because knowing this person, <laughs> even if the date was like, like if the date was like, I kind of liked it, I feel like that would end the date. Like he would be like, no. Uh, so I, enough build up. Let's go ahead and let him know, folks. Uh, we will be doing whatever years, because I forgot to look it up. Spider-Man 3, the last in the original trilogy. Yeah, 2007's Spider-Man 3, directed by the legendary Sam Raimi. Featuring starring emo spider-man <laughs> yeah good old toby uh mr F- mr franco yeah my man thc featuring not... as many villains as you could cram into one Holy movie shit 
It's Thomas Hayden Church's initials are that's TFC. Right. That's so Lowell awesome. from Wings as I date myself. Topher Grace, Bryce Dallas Howard, come on. JK's back, James Cromwell. Let's That's do this. Right. How could this go wrong? Curse Let me Christ. tell you, it can go wrong spectacularly. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it did. Um, this one is one I knew would be bad because uh, I think this movie is the reason we talk about this. We have some very loose rules that I feel like we should write down that sort of create the formula for a quality superhero movie. Mostly around the first one, but really just about any. Um, some yeah. being including the fact that within the first the, the 30 rules, minutes you want... The rules are based off of the original Spider-Man, which we consider, whether or not you like the movie, the perfectly paced superhero film. Cleanly establish your powers. Cleanly establish antagonistic characters. Get your character doing the thing they're known for in the first 30 minutes. And, by God, my most important one, only one villain! For the love yes. of God. Two at, two at most. And if it's two, they should at least cooperate in some way. Um, yes, this movie this movie breaks reason, that rule. <laughs> because it has three it's got the new goblin sandman uh-huh. and venom and then as if that wasn't enough what about two love interests come on movie no. two completely pointless love interests no and one of the most <laughs> absurd subplots in the history of movies in which the venom symbiote makes peter parker an emo douche like he he dresses like he's emo in 2007 but then acts like he's like a a hip dude in 1956 like it's it's such a bizarre version of what they were going for they do it like it's like a nutty professor thing you know or it's like he's like steve urkel you know what i mean yeah he's gonna he's gonna like turn into like a cooler version of himself but that that version is not is right. way lamer. <laughs> There's literally a scene where he goes to like a uh, like a jazz nightclub. Oh, we're burning too much quality and content. And he tips we get to he the tips the hostess though and says, "Find me some shade." That's not an expression from this century. Let alone, I mean, it's absurd. Uh, sir, and then he gets up. Sir, and I think our patio's closer. So. Yeah, I think he plays it. He definitely plays a horn of some kind. It feels we'll, we'll, it, we'll talk about it in greater detail. It feels like that scene in Anchorman. But folks, this movie is also a daft choice to make because just as as of time of recording, there has recently been released a new trailer for the Venom movie. The, the, That's we talked right. about it in a previous minisode. It's a standalone Venom movie with Tom Hardy, mm-hmm. which no is um, I gotta say, like if you take the pulse of like the pop culture response to this movie ever since it was announced, it's been really muddled. Like, people seem to not know how to take it's this It's mostly movie. perverts memeing on the really big tongue Venom has. Oh. Yeah, I guess it might be. <laughs> like, 90% of the memes after the first trailer was just somebody saying something gross after a picture of the Venom tongue. It, I was just like, alright, cool, cool. Internet knows what it's at. I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, like that. there was a lot of them. I don't. I wish I hadn't known that. Yeah, I um, owned it for you. Enjoy your movie now with weird the porn movie, time. The movie is... I mean, we were just talking about it before we came on, and like most things, we're a little bit split on the issue. Uh, Pokes, do, would, you like to, um, would you like to use a sound effect to indicate your, uh, your, your passion for this movie? <laughs> is that like an eh? Or is that like a, like, like, like a slowly 
like like guttural like death rattle. Uh, it was like when you don't oil the door of a dungeon. <laughs> I like what? I don't know. That's what it kind of sounded like. It was like a creaky old door. <laughs> is that your relatable experience? Is is when you don't oil your dungeon door? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's Where like do you live? It's like you're like I want to do it. Like I should do it. But uh, it's not that bad yet. That's the way this movie is. I should I I should see it, but I don't know. I I don't see. I'm, I don't know. I'm more intrigued than I was with the sort of teaser trailer shit we got before. But, but yeah, I'm glad this this, this trailer has Venom in it. Right. <laughs> so that's a plus. That's helpful. Um, this is a complaint that is not specific to the Venom trailer or has anything to do with the movie. But I don't know when we started doing mini trailers before the full trailer. But yeah. stop it. I don't need it. What? Who is that? The trailer for? for the full trailer? Those are my favorites. It's... It kind of makes me sad because I think what's happening is even in a trailer, just like in a movie, you can't go right into frantic action. You have to give them like, oh, I'm in a classroom and I'm just a regular old student. Oh, something has traumatic has happened to me and now I'm a superhero. Like, you have to sort of like have like a real opener so you can like get to a point in the trailer where it gets exciting. And so I think the trailer creators are like, well... No one's going to wait that long in this day and age, so we yeah. need to flash lights for two, two seconds. We need to cause a lot of people to have a medical emergency <sighs> while watching this and having some sort of seizure. The, it's very frustrating. The new trailer, though, is uh, particularly interesting because clearly the opening dialogue they play of Eddie talking is from several different scenes in the movie because like, both the volume and... And the quality of his recorded lines changes, like, while he's talking. So it's clearly they just cut together a bunch of lines from the movie that don't really fit together. Because what he's saying kind of sounds like nonsense. And it's, like, very jarring because you can hear the changes in the pitch and everything. That's like, not like the natural change in pitch. It's very weird. Also, me and Ben were trying to decide what the accent Tom Hardy settled on. I gotta admit, the accent confuses me he's like he's, he's doing a different voice than a standard voice and he's also applying an accent which just to me felt odd but i can't tell if it's because i'm hearing just like weird sort of like no, cut out sentences. to me he sounds like he's trying to be like a uh, like an like a man child because he's like i, I don't want to hurt people like he's like doing like a weird little kid man voice it's very weird and does not really go along with what's happening i feel like i do like that he's he seems like a slime ball, which is yeah. I feel like he came in what I want and wanted to do the mumble that he's done ever since like Bane, and they were like, "No, you actually have to be able to be understood in this movie." And he was like, "Oh, all right. Well, I'm just gonna do a stupid voice then." Because I don't know if you've noticed, but like Tom Hardy's acting through most of his films now is just him talking with like a mumble. It's really weird. It's like a weird choice. But if you go and watch like ninety percent of his movies. He just mumbles through them ever since Inception, where he's delightful and easy to understand. I, I want to fight you on that, but all that's coming to my head is is his grunting throughout all of Matt. Yeah, he has, he has like three lines, and they're almost <laughs> unintelligible. Uh, he mumbles a lot in The know. Revenant. He, yeah, half, he mumbles through half of Legend, or whatever the movie is where he plays twins. One of them's uncomprehensible. He is doing like the most heavy-handed British accent in the episodes of Peaky Binders he's in. Like, to the point where it's almost just like, dude, I think you're really British, and this is offensive to your people. <laughs> but this um, trailer features some real say, Venom, which is good. Yeah, it's, 
you get real action venom, which I mean, it opens po- possibilities for me because, you know, I, I think a complaint I had, I expressed it in a previous episode, is like DC movies bore me because when they decide to apply a superhero's powers in any way to a fight, it's always like, how hard can they punch? So I, I like the idea of what's possible out there for a Venom movie because his power is so like I mean, there's like a, it's wide open because of how many like, he could you know. He could take any shape with his arms. I mean, in the movie, in the trailer alone, you see him, like, deflecting bullets. You see him, uh, or, or him or the other symbiote character, like, with a massive, like, sword hands. And, you know, yeah. it's like what that Spawn movie wanted to do if the effects were there, but they weren't. So, um, yeah. So the creativity there, I think, I mean, they even show, like, a, a woman who seems to have a symbiote. Um, sorry, symbiote. No, symbiote? 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 Yeah. Uh, um, s- yeah, they symbiote. say it really weird in that first trailer, which is like the only yeah. thing I got out of the first one was I was like, this woman says symbiote really weird. <laughs> There's a point where one of them like fires a bunch of needles out of their body or something. I'm just like, I'm yeah. interested in like where that goes. Um, I'm kind of confused so what they're doing because I thought they might try to do Carnage, but I don't know if they are going to do him. Yeah, or because if they're going like to set up for a sequel with Carnage. There's the regular Venom, and then there's like a weird like. grayer yeah and i I gotta be honest i don't like cgi venom i mean how i don't know how else you do it i don't what i don't like about him is he looks like an orca whale like he's like black and overly shiny like he's moist and i don't get it i think he i think the i think the i think the visual looks right i mean i have no idea how you do it differently like the make him like the hulk like a, a person whose skin is just pitch black because like, I mean that he's not wet in the comics, he's not moist. Like so, it's just sort of I don't know. To me, I'm just like I, I don't like him. He's too shiny, which just like really highlights the fact that it's like this is 100 okay. percent not real at all. Whenever well, special effects are super shiny, it's always really easy to tell. We'll be doing an episode later, so I'm gonna take some notes on your expectations of the movie so far. Okay, Tom, Tom Hardy too moist. Okay, yeah. I'll remember that note. What that's from? I'll I know. I know. Half our audience probably loves when I say moist. Tom Hardy too moist. Also big tongue. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Guess who made a lot of those memes, guys? <laughs> um. Well, we'll uh we'll of course save our actual take on that movie for when the movie's out. But for now, um, I think it's time to uh maybe cap off this minisode with something. I don't know. It's a little special, folks. That's right. This is something Ben told me before the podcast. Uh, not the complete details, but this is something we haven't done for a while. It's a fan favorite event on the mini episodes. It's time for a patented Ben Chapman game. Yes, I've put together a game here, and it's an odd one, as always. <laughs> um, they never can not be not odd because they're always about terrible, shitty movies we make each other watch. Yeah, sometimes it has to do with the movies themselves. In, in the previous episodes, I have found taglines for every movie and found the dumbest ones. Uh, I, I also uh, found other movies written uh, or, or directed by the same directors that uh, did some of our movies and, and how absolutely fucking crazy it is that they did, like, fucking Babe, Pig in the City or whatever. Um, uh, uh, but, but, and so, but other times it's based on uh, things that we created. Like, for instance, I read some of my notes out of context and attempted to make you guess which movie I was referring to. Um, and this is uh, in that category. Uh, Pokes, often there's been, uh, we have a couple of 
I'd say running bits uh, on this show. Uh, things that are done recurringly. Um, I wish I could create a game around how many of the podcast names I've created. And one day I will, when I figure out how to uh, dump audio into text form and pour through it to find all those jokes. But until oh, then, I'm so not many. re-listening. <laughs> I'm not re-listening to every, every nope, fucking... Nope, go ahead. Uh, We're only on 67. <laughs> um, but in the meantime... Uh, I have I have uh, preyed upon another one of our little bits. That bit being uh, towards the end of actually at the very end of every episode of this podcast, um, particularly the full length episodes, uh, there is an awkward moment of silence where you wish the users uh, listeners uh, a goodbye, um, and there's just sort of a pause that I somehow often feel desperate to fill. Um, I then do with something completely off the top of my head. Sometimes playing off an earlier joke. Sometimes apropos of fucking nothing. Uh, and sometimes, very occasionally, it's you who does that line. Yes, <laughs> usually, time, usually you have the better cappers than me. Um, with that said, I went through all 67 episodes and found every capper at the end of every episode and oh took some God. of the ones that I found to be pretty particularly entertaining. Um, I'm going to read off uh, a lightning round of these and see if you can guess them. Now, okay. I have chosen... I, I found ones that I enjoyed, but uh, I, I stuck to the ones that at least vaguely reference something in the movie. So yeah, because sometimes they are... I think one of them is literally just you and Mike uh, like singing a song that has nothing to do with the movie we watched. That's correct. Yeah, I, I heard that one. By the way, I also have a real... I think I'm going to have the uh, the outro song in my head for a long, long time. Oh, yeah. It's um, there forever. Uh, all right. Well then, I'm I'm ready. Are you ready? I am ready. All right. Now the only thing I ask of you is to keep count. <laughs> keep count. Okay, I can do that. All right. Here we go. Number one. Sleep. Uh, is that the original Spider-Man? It is, and it was delivered by you. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just and from episode number four, Spider-Man doesn't too. Yeah, that's how that's the ridiculous right. thing Green Lantern one for says. One. Very good. Uh, after this, I'm going to create an IMDb keyword for Carson Daly attacks a woman. <laughs> um, Josie and the Pussycats. That's correct. That's from episode number twenty-nine. Josie and the Pussycats. We haven't done uh, that for a while. We should. We should maybe bring <laughs> that back. The uh, the keyword. The IMDb keyword. Yeah. 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 Bobby pin, clumsy butt. Oh, uh, is that um, Doctor Strange? Yes, that is from episode 33, Doctor Strange, in which we composed a multitude of ways to say Benedict Cumberbatch's name. (laughs) That episode is worth it just for that, because it's like a good four minutes worth of us in the middle of the episode, just each taking turns mispronouncing his name, becoming more and more ridiculous. So far, you're you're killing it. Ah. Um, there wasn't even one fucking person with a dick for an arm in that club scene, and that just seems so wrong. Um, <laughs> monkey bone? <laughs> no, I'm afraid not. That is from surrogates in reference to the fact that oh. if everyone could make whoever they wanted to be, how come no one's a furry or yeah. like a weird penis man or something? It's I insane. That. It's insane. I forgot we, we go into the room. That. Not even one person with, like, blue skin. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, Have like, you ever been on the internet? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's absurd. So many people would be, like, orcs with gigantic penises or something, like, really fucked up. 
here's another Pogues outro. Until next week, uh, I've got nothing. <laughs> I, I, I am nothing. <laughs> <laughs> now, that one does not help you, but I had to say it anyway because it was very good. <laughs> that one's from a fairly recent episode. Yeah. Um, it's unfair because there's no reference to the episode. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm just going to guess Suicide Squad. Pretty good. It's episode 48, Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, uh, all right. Again, I just had to include that because it was just so ridiculous. Uh, oh, no. I've got the image of Patrick Wilson's ass in my head. Oh, God. It's so smooth. Patrick Wilson? I have no idea what that is. I can't even think who Patrick Wilson is. <laughs> I also got the name wrong. I'm just double-checking that. Uh, uh, nope. Uh, that is from Watchmen. Patrick Wilson is the actor oh. who played Dan Dreberg, or otherwise yeah. known as Night Owl. It is. Uh, a, that was, it of is course, a, such a smooth ass. It's a smooth ass, and it haunted me well after that episode was over. Uh, I guess I'll just end the episode like this and say, "Listen to another podcast, you stupid fucking sheep." That was my Mark Millar outro. Did you like that, folks? Uh, so it's got to be what was? I gotta remember what the movie was now. That would be from episode 61, Wanted. Oh, right. God, I blocked that movie entirely out of my head. God, that movie's a piece of shit. Uh, let's, let's keep it rolling. I need to delete this picture of Dolph Lundgren's balls. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Now I've made it my wallpaper. That's Punisher. <laughs> yeah, that's Punisher indeed. I, I literally had to reopen the movie mid-episode, screen cap where there is a definite visual representation of testicles and send it to you through discord and then delete it for for, for 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 fear that i would open discord later and remember that it was then or for fear that you would open it later while sarah was behind you and be like what yeah. the fuck are you and your friend doing down here there's someone in this cast just named burger god representative burger god representative <laughs> i uh, it can't be. I was almost just going to say, is it Josie and the Pussycats again? Uh, nope. I got no idea. That's Monkey Bone. Ah, uh, damn it. I should have. He sells the rights to a corporate entity, otherwise known as Burger God. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, it's a play on Burger King. Uh, and and uh, I think I'll give you two more here. I'll, I'll give you an easy one because I'll give you a t- tough ones there. If I can leave you, listeners, with anything, it's an image of Halle Berry licking leg in the air, licking her own anus. All right, that's Catwoman. <laughs> a deeply upsetting film. Uh, and then we'll just we'll end on this one. <clears throat> I just keep picturing Gollum with a South African accent and a cannon for an arm, and that's a way better movie. Black Panther. <laughs> that is Black Panther, of course. Uh, that joke based on the fact that the uh, the the villain, the, the one of the two villains in that movie, was the voice of Gollum. <laughs> Yeah, the only and, time you uh, ever see Andy Serkis as Andy Serkis. <laughs> yeah, and I, I love it. That, oh, that was a folks. good game. I was waiting yeah, for I, the for the one that we quote more often than you would think when you're not around, which is every so often Eric will do the joke of fire it up, where we quote the the ending of the crow upset, which is really something did, they say in the crow. But I have it, I have it on my list just because it was good, but I knew it would give it away. I yeah, guess it's too about, easy so, to remember. I have a reference here to Luce Springsteen, who I believe Mike uh, dubbed somebody in the movie Luce Springsteen. Oh, God, what one was like, that? They were like a sloppy Bruce Springsteen. Um, and uh, <laughs> Wait, what, which one was that? 
That was the uh, 1990 Captain America. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because we're making fun of the, the really bad music that's in the background. Yeah, there's like a Bruce Springsteen ripoff song. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're, the song's like, America's good. <laughs> it's like the most absurd patriotic song. Bruce Springsteen. Oh, man, I should go back and listen to some of these episodes. Because I'll be honest, I forget most of the jokes after we tell them. There's, I gotta say, I listened, I listened to some partial episodes, and there's some good, good stuff in there. Oh, yeah, there's some great bits that I remember, so I should really go back and listen to all the stuff I forget. Well, with that, we're approaching 25 minutes, which is too long for a mini-sode. That's right. So, over over 30, and it becomes a medium-sode. Yeah. That's the kind of jokes I bring. <laughs> Roger Ebert would give this mini-sode four stars, because he liked Babe Pig in the City and Spawn. Hold on. Bay Pig in the City's good. <laughs> That's fair. But it'd be better if it was in the Spawn universe. Yeah. Uh, babe Spawn in the City? <laughs> Shit. Draw that. <laughs> babe dies in the beginning and goes to hell, but comes back <laughs> to see that farmer. Pokes, pokes, we've been talking about doing a comic. We've got it. <laughs> yeah. Just back the truck with the money into my driveway. And cut this part out so no one steals our intellectual property, you sons of bitches. Okay. Beautiful. God, Virginia.